podcast about something where each week we dive deep into whatever it is we find interesting. I am your host, Calvin, and joining me undercover from the USSR, it's your co-host, Nick Richardson. What's up, Conrad? Comrade, I've had a little bit too much vodka, and... Uh, that, hap- that happens I'm, in Russia. I'm it's just tough. trying to blend in, buddy. Yeah, I, I get it. That makes sense. So, uh, today, the reason you're undercover in Russia is uh, we're talking spies, secret agents, you know, what, whatever goes along with that, CIA, all that good stuff. Uh, movies, books, video games, everything we can cover having to do with spycraft, we're going to try and cover it today. Oh, most definitely. And to speak to your video game point, uh, Goldeneye, best game, best uh, FPS ever. Just throwing that out there. I mean, Nightfire's better, but Goldeneye's pretty good. Bro, no way! Mm-hmm. We're gonna have to agree to disagree. But anyways, Secret Agents. The topic of that game is obviously James Bond. That's kind of what we're the vein we're going for. Yes. So tell me, Nick. In your mind, what is a secret agent or spy? You know, we need a, we need a definition to, to get this rolling, just in case, you know, you just landed from Mars and you have no idea what a spy is. I mean, I could be seven years old and I don't know what a spy is. Well, that's that's not true. true. Thanks for hey. listening. Yeah. <laughs> Tell your parents that they probably shouldn't let you listen to this. <laughs> I do say bad words, kids. But, um, where was I? Okay, what is a spy spy in my mind? Um, This is personally what I came up with, and I was just kind of absentmindedly writing this down while I was watching Dragon Ball Z with my daughter. Not a spy. Not a spy. It's a a nefarious individual who uses advanced training and stealth techniques to often sabotage opposition directives or engage in a highly specialized mission. Yeah, I mean, that sums it up. That's what I would say. I thought it was a pretty good one, and when I like looked back at it, kind of checked my work, I'm like, yeah, that is good. Yeah, and that makes sense. Very proud basically, of myself. Basically, someone subverting someone else's expectations in order to gain intel. You know, that's if another. You think, that's a you way think I'm your friend? Yeah. If you think I'm your friend, I'm not really because I just want you to tell me shit so I can go back and tell your girlfriend. What are you trying to tell me, Calvin? What are you trying to say, bro? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. You spy? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm a spy. Basically, yeah. Calvin from Florida, the spy. That's me. We we talked about you know that they exist in real life, but they're all also very prevalent in pop culture. There's all kinds of movies. Spy novels are probably bigger than movies, um, whether it's private investigators, detectives, or just straight up you know secret agent novels. There are thousands of those out there. There is a um, ton. A lot of video games. I'm sure it's in music somewhere, uh, TV shows. Why do you think that is? Why Why is there? Why do we love spy culture? Spies are dope. Boom. Point made. I mean, yeah, that's it. I mean, to but, me, it's – go ahead. If you no, know more. I, I was just going to say, uh, in all seriousness, I think it's because it's really – I mean – that would be so exciting. Yeah, it's dope, yeah. Yeah, every, yeah. okay, let me expand on that a little more. <laughs> I but, mean, until you get killed because you get found out, yeah, it's cool. It's a good, it's a good lifestyle. Well, I mean, real life tells us that a lot of them do get, you know, uh, bad stuff happens to them, kids. Yeah, just because listening. James Bond's been going for like something like 80 years doesn't mean these uh, real life spies, which we'll talk about some real life spies, uh, they do not have as good of luck as James Bond. 
No, nor do they have the cool toys. Um, I about think it's some cool toys. And I mean some, but some of the like Alex Ryder. Check out our Patreon exclusive on Alex Ryder. Um, Alex Ryder got some dope stuff. He's got a yo-yo. He's got uh, acne cream <laughs> that burns through metal. He's got a backpack. A Nintendo DS. That's true. With four That's cartridges, cartridges, and Mario Kart. And Mario Kart. That's just a fun game. What can I say? Yeah, check it out. For, for more on Alex Ryder, uh, check out Patreon. Yeah, dollar a month, Subscribe guys. Check it out. It's fucking lovely. <laughs> you can hear all about the Toy Store. Uh, do it. You get a bunch of cool stuff on there. Uh, but I don't know. I would love to drive around in super top secret, you know, technology vehicles. You know, you see them driving in like planes and and vehicles on land, sea, air, etc. That of course no one's ever seen and is. That would just be super cool in and of its own. And then the traveling part, man, that's like the dream. I would just have to kill people and have yeah. illicit sex, I guess. It's yeah, the price I got to pay, man. It's To me, it's the pinnacle of the male fantasy lifestyle. Like This is what yep. every man wants to be. It's guns, girls, gadgets, and cars. I couldn't think of a word for cars that started with a G. Sorry. Had a really good line going there, but um, it's just all of these things that men think they want to experience, and a lot of them do want to experience it. And others, like you said, we just look at it and that that seems like a cool lifestyle, a cool thing to do. Um, for me, it's the gadgets and the cars are the cool part of it. Yes, I mean the girls, the girls are good too. I I don't care about guns. Uh, but I don't really like guns. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan. I'd rather I'd rather use a gadget on you. I mean, I don't really want to kill people. Stun Ray. Yeah, exactly. And then to me, it's it's more accessible than other types of action stories uh, like the hero cop or, you know, fantasy stories where they're using magic or, you know, sci fi stories where they have otherworldly gadgets that aren't actually ever possible or even superheroes like those types of action stories. Yeah, it's fun to get lost in, but you can never see yourself doing that. You could see yourself if you think you're a good enough liar becoming a spy oh shit yeah bluffing your way past a bunch of stuff and just yeah figuring stuff out you see it happen all the time in real life like we're discovering more and more there's spies all everywhere dude and especially in a world like today man and yeah. being a secret agent i'm kind of ready for there there's hollywood's always like three two to three years behind in regards to like their overall technology in the movie when right. it compared to real life, so I'm I'm kind of curious to see how it. I mean, we're still evolves. way out on on lightsabers. That's just I mean, not at least happen. twenty twenty five years. That's that's what the forums are saying at least. I'm I'm guessing probably more like sixty five years. I'm guessing like never five years. Like that lightsabers aren't possible. It's not oh man, you could so you could so do it. How do you, you contain the plasma? That's my point. Is once you figure that out. You can do. That's why I would take. Once you, you know, figure out the biggest years. thing that can actually be done, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, a microwave can contain plasma. I mean, people do that if you look. It on has YouTube. a cover on it. Exactly. Well, when a lightsaber, maybe it won't be opaque or like clear yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, it doesn't have a. You gotta have a. You gotta have another end to it. You just have a plexiglass tube around it. I mean, I already have one of those. It it can't slice through anyone. It could get really hot though. Yeah, that wouldn't work. I don't know. Right, scientists, get back to us on this. If when, once you're close to the lightsabers, let us know. 
Yeah, let ready. us know on Twitter. We'll crowdfund you. I got yeah, like Tree Fitty. I can contribute at least. Yeah, maybe six bucks for that. Yeah, that's worth a six. Maybe six, seven, seven, seven or eight. You know, funny about. I'm gonna tell this super quick story. Go but for it. Seven dollars when I I went to uh, Denver, Colorado before I did some backpacking around the area, and I ran into probably twenty bums. And every single one of them asked for $7 exactly. And for some reason, that was just like way too much for me. It was like, yeah. whoa, buddy, $7? Fuck you, man. Yes, for three, I got you. But like, yeah, seven, no shit. I'm not giving you a five and then two more ones. Well, like, they would just I, come if, up if with I'm crazy give, shit. If I'm going to give you money, I'm stopping at the five. Like I'm not adding more ones onto it. Or I'm no. just going to give you the two ones and move on. Or I'm going like, to buy you a burger and peace out. But, I mean, they yeah. would come up with shit that was wild, dude. Just blow your mind. My kid and my wife are, are trapped on the bus unless I get $7. That was my favorite one. And yeah, so that's was, always the good one. Like when they approach you at the gas station and they're like, well, you know, I just – I got like three miles left to go. If you got any money, you know, I've got – no. Dude, I haven't I was, carried cash in six years. Like exactly, got nothing for you. This is 2019, bitch. And I, ha- I was sitting outside eating dinner. Like I don't add it. You got Venmo? Patio. I'll send you something. Yeah, but yeah, this I'll Venmo that dude, you uh, seven bucks. But anyway, I digress. You you never see a spy asking for seven dollars because his kid and his his wife trapped maybe on they, a bus. Maybe those homeless guys were all spies. They were testing you. Maybe that dude. was their maybe that was their code word to find the other dude spot, like the the other the Russian guy. That's what they had to say to figure out if you were the Russian guy or not. You know, I I kind of look a little Russian. I'm really it's pale, like, and I'm kind of bald. It's like Dwight Schrute's uh, scheme to to get in when he was manager. You know, you had to remember the passphrase to get on in, otherwise you got steamed. Dude, we just That's cracked the, the code. Yep. U.S. government, here are yeah, on roar. A lot of weird things going on in Denver. So yeah, check I it out. It. If you're Bring from $7. Denver, let us know why it's $7. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know They just love bothers. John Elway so much. They can't, give, they can't give up on him. Elway the best. I don't want 18. Elway's <laughs> better than Manning. I don't want 18. Give me seven. Fucking John Elway, man. What All right. character. Let's move on. Like, that got off the rails quick. I don't mind, though, and I love <laughs> you guys for listening because we at least went somewhere. We solved yeah, we many crises. And we, and we tied it back into what we're talking about here. Exactly. So Dude, there we go. So. This is a great podcast. Tell your friends. <laughs> um, yeah, we're still talking about spies and pop culture. Yes. Why they're so entrenched. And I think I think we kind of solved that one pretty well. Um, If you guys have anything different, let us know on Twitter. But what I really dug about this subject was some of the events these spies were responsible for in real life and obviously, you know, movies, TV, etc. Because they put them in these ridiculous positions where you know you gotta save the world, you gotta shut down this computer ten miles underground, or every volcano will explode and turn the earth into fucking ash, or you know yeah, other Dr. real life Evil, stuff. He's a bad dude. How dare you call Doctor Evil bad dude? He is a his savior. His name's literally Evil, but he's a doctor. Well, that's true. He got, he took time to get his PhD. He did. So let's talk. Let's talk about some fictional. Uh, 
spycraft, I guess. Okay, well, I got, I got to go first then. All right, go for it. What do you got? The biggest event Aspire was responsible for that I had for fiction was Austin Powers saving the world from being melted by Dr. Evil. Well, yeah, I, I said four times. And just the way he got out of it using his toothpaste and his floss to get out of the um, barracuda-infested pit. You know, he didn't – The Dr. Evil couldn't get the sharks with freaking lasers on their freaking heads, but they got barracudas. They barracudas are our good second best, and I yeah. know my teeth are bad. <laughs> But no, no, use it. <laughs> I get it. I have bad teeth. But I just yeah, love Austin Powers. And then the follow-up with the, the giant laser on the moon that was going to blow up the Earth. Uh, you know? Mm-hmm. Austin Powers is shagadelic, and he, you know, he yeah. won the day. I, I think we agree here. He he has the big greatest odds against him. Then he finds out later that Dr. Evil's his brother. Yeah, that was and a he's trip. still got to stop him. Like, man, that's tough. And and Michael Caine was his dad. Was like, what? Well, yeah, I mean that's a given. That's fucking mind blowing. Yeah. So, all right, Austin Powers obviously the best spy in the world. I... Love how we both came to this conclusion. <laughs> Definitely responsible for you know stopping so many tragedies from becoming on the Earth. But let's talk about some real life scenarios. Uh, this is one I did. Uh, research and I was I was really trying not to just like Google it and then come up with the first thing that I found. But in look. this case and in the later case where I Googled something else, I picked the first thing both times because they were just so fucking cool. Oh, I bet you I know who you're going to talk about. But remember, event only. Don't yeah, say this the is name. an event. So this one, uh, th- there wasn't a single person responsible for this. This was the uh, title of it, if we want to – the newspaper article title would be CIA Steals and Returns the Soviet Satellite Without Anyone Noticing. Yeah, I did not come across yeah, that this one. Was that Cold sounds War fascinating. Time. Yeah, so the uh, Russians were so proud of some of their satellites. The Luna satellite in particular was the name of the model. They sent it on an international tour, and it reached the U.S. in 1958. Um, when it was on its first stop, the CIA broke into the exhibit to just look at it and, sure. and see what was going <laughs> just, on. You know? I was just looking at it, you know, whatever. And, and at that time, that's all they did. But they realized from looking at it, like, they were like, oh, this thing's fucking cool. We got to, you know, we need some pictures. We got to take this thing apart. We got to really know what makes it tick. So they figured out the travel plan for the, the satellite and they stole the satellite off of the transportation truck. By stopping it, then they threw a canvas over the crate, and a new driver took over the transportation truck, and they kept the original driver in a hotel overnight. No idea what they did with the driver while he's in the hotel overnight. But so basically, while the the satellite is still en route to its destination, the CIA techs, they broke the crate open, took apart the whole satellite, took pictures of everything, noted the specs, and then rebuilt it. And they did all of that between 7.30 p.m. and 5 a.m., and they had the satellite and the original driver delivered to the correct location with time to spare. And this, the whole scheme, provided valuable information to NASA, which helped construct parts for the moon landing and, you know, every basically the rest of our space program after 1958. Let me just say this. That's the most American thing I've ever heard. Murder. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, that was uh, I got that from a Crack.com article called The Six Ballsiest Moments in the History of American Espionage. I love Cracked, man. They're great. They always have They're... interesting little 
they're pictogram articles or whatever they are. Yeah, they're going downhill fast, and it keeps taking me to, like, anytime I go on my phone, I get taken off to a weird ad site every other click, and it, that's kind of annoying, but Use they, the app, they do brother. some pretty good stuff. It doesn't work on my phone ever. Really? They need some serious work on their Android app. Oh, man, it's because you have Android. Yeah, it's better for everything else other than the cracked app. So you yeah, know, Sp- Spy okay wouldn't have an Android. So that's not true. Spy just would saying. absolutely have an Android. Just saying, bro. Spy would absolutely one hundred percent have an Android phone. No way, dude. They'd probably dude, throw us for a curve and have a goddamn BlackBerry still. They got a yeah. They got a Windows phone. Do you, did I you see how Windows easy phone. it was for people to break into Jennifer Lawrence's iPhone? Like that's not getting any any harder. They. That is not the case. They didn't break into her iPhone. They broke into her iCloud. You think a spy is going to keep all this shit on the iCloud? Apple can't be trusted. They're worse than Facebook. Whoa. I mean, not worse than Facebook, but they're, yeah. they're up there. Whoa, man. Okay, we're breaking boundaries here. <laughs> the robot Mark Zuckerberg, the $5 billion find man. Ah. Eh, he'll be okay. He's got it. He's a, he's a fucking spy for the robots, man. He's, he's out here spying us. He's, he's doing something weird. You know so he's yeah. a Terminator. The CIA took stole a, a satellite. Didn't really steal it. They kept driving it to where it was going, but they took it apart, rebuilt it, took pictures, got it back to where it was going. So I don't know if, if steals and returns is really the right term because they just commandeered the truck and still drove to the right location. Well, isn't that like the polite thing to do, too? Yeah. I feel like that is explicitly, you know, like that is I mean, that is pretty wicked. What do you think they had to do to the driver that the driver didn't, you know, divulge all these secrets? Like because the driver knows he got kidnapped. So this was he's 1958, with, you said? Yeah, he's going to meet with the Russians. Do you think they gave him an ass load of money or an ass beating? Dude, I think they gave him an ass load of money, some or an ass load of drugs. No, no, an ass load of women. I mean more like drugs in that they knocked him unconscious and he had no idea he even got kidnapped. I mean, it's quite possible. That sounds very CIA-esque. Yeah. And if I was a spy, that's what I would do. Knock him out for like seven hours. If you were stealing a truck from a Russian uh, transport vehicle, how would you take care of the driver? Let us know on Twitter, at APA something. Here's here's my... Yeah, what did you get for a real-life event? Oh, um... (laughs) Oh, did you have a different thought? Sorry. No, I was just going to say, if I'm dealing with some Russian driver fuck... Yeah, how would you handle that? Uh, a potato gun. I'd shoot that bitch 400 feet away, and he'd go rocketing off in the distance. Except you need him to finish the delivery. Well, I mean, I know where you to find him. You can't kill him. I'm, I'm not killing him. He's just going to go fetch. I don't know if that works. I don't, nah, like that. I don't know. I'd like to test my whatever hypothesis. The C- whatever the CIA did, they, they, uh, they did it correctly. Apparently. Yeah, they probably just knocked that dude right across the head. And just every time he started waking up, there's just like a bad movie. Just boop. Here's another club, buddy. Um, <laughs> so I really like that pick, man. That's actually a really I've never heard of that before. And I kind of find that hard to believe because I read a lot of this shit for no reason whatsoever because I have nothing better to do. <laughs> well, there you go. Now you can look more into it. All right. Um, it was mine, a cool story. It was. Mine was uh, during World War II. Um, it was an individual who often worked behind enemy lines, uh, but was very notable for coordinating the French underground, 
which had massive, massive, massive ramifications, you know, against the Germans. Um, when the French underground requires the, the cream of the crop of the German troops to, to quell, that's taken away from, you know, the Eastern and the Western front. That's taken away Sherman's entire tank division. That shit is incredible with guerrilla warfare. And I, I just, I found that extremely fascinating that this, this person managed to develop a network that helped dent the just a regular person like you or, you or me who you know obviously has a streak of badass in them that I do not contain. I don't know about you, brother. <laughs> um, no, no, no. But all. yeah, I, I don't think I could do that. Just the constant living amongst the enemy and I, I couldn't do that. So I thought that was really neat. Uh, you know, a spy who lived amongst the the Germans in the prime of World War II, who were extremely paranoid and investigated fucking everything, and had a goddamn you know the Gestapo, and she, he, them, <laughs> this uh, person, this person, this individual, yeah, they they managed to do that while also dealing extremely you know hurtful blows to the Germans that helped I think lead to their defeat. Yeah, that I mean, that's a rough place to be as a spy. Um, just Germany during World War Two, they weren't the easiest on their opponents, so you're really oh, running yeah, the no. risk if you get found out there of uh, coming into some serious stuff. I mean, you're dead. You're probably your whole family's dead. Yeah, you're dead, but you're dead in a very bad way too, probably. Like they're yeah, not so... just gonna set you up on the firing line and go for it. No, you're getting yeah. Yeah, we don't need to talk about that anymore. That's making me sad. Thinking about all that shit. That is just some evil, man. Evil, evil, evil. And to take that evil on, especially... Dude, I'm... I'm mega into history. And especially World War II. Like, growing up, my dad probably has 150 World War II books. Like, that's his obsession. And, uh... He's really fascinated by the Germans, man. They were just such a well-oiled machine... And well-equipped, well-trained, best tactics, best generals, and just a regular person. Kick the shit out of them. That's fucking badass. That's some yeah, spy that's shit right there. Way to go. A plus to you, sir, ma'am, person. It. Androgynous yeah. person. You over there, individual. We love you. So we talked, we talked about, we covered... You know, the events, some of the biggest events that spies were responsible for. But let's talk real and fiction. Who are our favorite spies? Who are the most famous? We talked a little bit about Austin Powers. You know, he's great, but he's not a great spy. No, he's terrible. He, he always accomplishes his mission, but he's not good at it. Usually the whoever his lady of the, the movie is does a lot more in solving the, the mystery than he does. Yeah, whether it's, you know, Beyonce. Shout out or, Beyonce. Yeah, Beyonce. Singing it like a champ. He, yeah, he just pretty much lucks in. He, he's better phrased as the international man of mystery that he is. Because I don't know what that is. Because it's a mystery. Exactly. But my favorite in popular culture is probably Eggsy from Kingsman. Dude. And the whole Kingsman crew. Bitch. It's, it's everything cool about James Bond, but it's modernized and it has a little bit more of an edge to it. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't, that's I also, don't know what else to say. I mean, that's, I mean, that's that's kind of what I picked um, for my badass secret agent is is Eggsy. Yeah, um, Bond always just feels so old, and not like old in age, just like old in in time. Like he's not living in the same generation we are. Like, no, even like the I Daniel said, man, Craig it's, always, ones, it's like so it's like three right. or four years behind us. Whereas a lot of those Kingsman films feel like right now. And I think for Eggsy's character, what really made him the best, most badass secret agent in my mind was when he didn't kill the dog in the first movie. Spoilers. <laughs> um, when he didn't kill the dog, it's like, okay, this dude is a baller. Except then the dog got killed. I know, man. That's horrible. It's rough. Spoilers for the second part. Yeah, I mean they're both like I I think the second one came out like three years ago. So if you haven't seen it, you're not going something to. like that. If you haven't seen the trailer for Kingsman, I think that's exactly what it's called. It's Kingsman. It's pretty dope. Um, but yeah, Eggsy's got really cool gadgets. The best training. He's more of like a I don't know a Navy SEAL. I feel like with well the, he was like a he was more... just like a street tough that they recruited. Yeah. He was street you know, tough. He wasn't brought into this life he wasn't brought up to be a a spy like alex Ryder or anybody yeah, like that it's just about to say that. you know alex he's just Ryder. a kid who the uh, colin firth's character saw something in him and brought him in and you know he's the best out of all of them yeah well, of course you heard he's him. the only one still alive out of all of them too are you taking a piss once he heard that he's just like okay this is my dude right here he knows yeah. i'm taking a piss i'm a spy trying to pretend i'm not he's got figured I just me out never I was never that into Bond, anyways, or Mission Impossible, which is another. I think I would like Mission Impossible. It's just like there are seven movies in now, and I'm not. I'm never gonna catch up. I'd much no. rather watch Fast and Furious. Um, does Does uh, Dom Toretto count as a spy? Hell no, not Come even on. close. He's kind of a spy. Not even close. What gadgets does he have, bro? His fucking Dodge Charger. That's, that's all a, he needs, man. That's a vehicle accessory. He's got a. Uh, they got those cars with the parachutes on them in part seven. Yeah, that's, it's mostly just cars. That's wacky shit. But cars can be useful, apparently. I mean, I mean you can drive. You got them into Ludacris the ocean. in there that builds uh, different tech gadgets from movie five onward. There's there's some gadgets. They're spies now. They're straight up spies. Stay tuned for later in August for Fast and the Furious movie superlatives. They're coming hot and heavy. They're, yeah, they are coming big time. Watching them all, and we will determine. Write this down now that it's either a spy movie or not. We'll let you guys know. We'll, well solve this life. Some of them are, question. some of them aren't. No. Tokyo no. Drift, not a spy movie. It's a, it's a white Furious dude entrenched seven. in the Furious Asian seven, culture. I don't know. That, we'll see. Tokyo Drift, so a spy movie. Bow Wow. <laughs> Love Bow Wow. Dude, he's a spy. There may or may not be an award specifically directed so i could give it to bow wow dude i saw the funniest picture the other day and it was it was bogus as shit it was just a picture of bow wow standing next to this chick and then underneath it said imagine being this insecure and then it zooms in on his feet and he's standing standing on his tippy toes and this chick's yeah, he's not still tall. a head taller than him. Yeah, he's not tall i just kept waiting for him to start freaking out like the the dude that's all the rage lately I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, the... Uh, the bagel guy? The bagel guy. Yeah, I, I didn't watch that video. I know it exists, but I didn't watch it. Yeah, I don't know. The only... I So I've seen two Bond... No, I've seen three Bond movies. I saw the one with Halle Berry. 
Was that Die Another Day? Yes. I saw Casino Royale and whatever the second Daniel Craig was. Quantum of Solace, I think. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Those movies are dope. Quantum of Solace was super boring. I did not get into it at all. Casino Royale was okay. And then Halle Berry was hot in the other one. Super Um, hot. That was primetime Halle Berry. For me, it was all about Goldeneye and Nightfire. Like, that's that's my Bond life. Like, I will play a Bond video game over watching a Bond movie any day in the world. All day, man. And I remember when... I'd uh, play a Kingsman video game if you made one, too. Super shout-out, not EA. Fuck you guys, Blizzard. Hit us up Austin with the Powers. Kingsman You could make a really good video game out of Austin Powers. They should make an Overwatch-style video game with just fake spies like Austin Powers, Eggsy... Uh, James Bond, Ethan Hunt. That'd be dumb. I, don't, I don't know how you play this massive multiplayer game with Spycraft, though. Special, you know, gadgets that are yes. specific for each character, as well as fight techniques. One knows Krav Maga, the there other is a blue belt karate. And now you're a game developer. Good job. You're <sighs> white, you're a man. That, those are really the only qualifications. Yeah, I mean, I already, I've already got my email. I'm fucking hired. EA, yeah. unfortunately, but two hundred yeah, okay. million dollars a year. What's up? It really missed a good Dwight joke there. You could have gone with eighty thousand dollars a year. Eighty thousand. So your is... wildest fantasy: you run a bed and breakfast with Satan, and your salary is eighty thousand dollars a year. That sounds attractive. I will definitely do that. <laughs> Only if Satan is blue. If he's blue, I'm cool. So we like Eggsy. Eggsy. We like Austin Powers. Real. Bonds, eh. Hit me with a hit me with a real person. I All gotta right. get off the fantasy of James Bond, that suave bastard. And again, I tried not to just Google and pick the first thing, but the first thing was so interesting that I went with it, and this came from all that's interesting dot com slash famous spies, in case anyone's interested. Noise. Uh, her name is Mata Ari. Mata Ari. Yes. Hmm. She was an exotic dancer and high-class prostitute in Paris who spied for Germany during World War One. She was known at, as an exotic dancer slash prostitute. She was known for exotic Eastern-style dances and a willingness to show skin and engage with the media. So she was out there like a Kardashian, just fucking talking to everybody, doing whatever she can to get in the magazines or uh, in front of a camera. The probably weren't cameras that much. That yeah, there were. World War there were cameras. There were definitely cameras. Especially, yeah. well, and you know, she's like, this is all natural, B. This isn't yeah, fake was, at all. She was out there, you know, giving interviews, doing everything she could to draw attention to herself. She did the the Eastern style dances because uh, she found more men liked that because, you know, it wasn't something that they saw every day. Uh, but then she uh, she had a lot of high class clients uh, because it's during the war. So there's a lot of international clients coming in and out. And she got up with this. I want to say it was a Russian client. And uh, he died at some point just through the war, nothing to do with her. And so she made a deal with the French government to spy on Germany as a way to either, like, I think she justified it as, you know, I want to get back at them because this this guy that I was in love with died. Uh, So, but then once she got to Germany, she agreed to then again spy on the French for Germany and became a double agent. Scandalous. uh, yeah, she eventually got caught when the French intercepted a German military attaché encoded radio signal that mentioned receiving amazing info from a spy named H-21. 
Um, the, the French identified that as RE and arrested and executed her. Uh, many believe, so. yeah, yeah, many believe that this wasn't an accident and that RE was basically set up by the Germans because they weren't receiving very good information. Uh, they were mostly just receiving bedroom gossip from uh, Matari. Oh, so yeah, she turned herself from... into a double agent and then just talked about what weird kinks the French uh, high officers had. Good for this her. French guy likes me to Great way to be a spy. Great way to be a spy. Yeah, those German yeah, people. The English I guy, he's in defeat. It's weird. Yeah, I know. This other guy, he just wants to tickle me for hours, and I fucking hate it. But the money, it's just so good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this isn't, that... this isn't what you guys were looking for? This isn't the information you wanted out of me? It might be, guys. might be. <laughs> but this is all natural. I would never lie about that. Yeah. Yeah. You know those Germans weren't fooled at all. Like I was saying earlier, those are fucking paranoid people. No, again, so not a great spy, but a really great story behind her. I, I, I like to think, like... Just a basically a stripper slash prostitute becomes a spy for both governments and then screws them both over until she dies. The modern day cinnamon or, you know, galaxy or Lexus. You know, those are my stripper names. Ah, okay. I was wondering cinnamon. where you were going with that. Yeah, yeah. Cinnamon was a dead giveaway. If your yeah. name's Cinnamon, um, I'm guessing you'd probably strip and uh yeah you've at least tried it you at least (laughs) dip your toe in (laughs) yep i just love the name i don't know i had to stick with cinnamon but it's it's cinnamon with a y before the n oh my and probably after and probably in the beginning c y n n a m y n fuck dude i hate you so much for that oh man that is terrible because i swear to god i'm gonna see that at least once on the street in the next five years, it's probably going to happen. This world is crazy. Except, more likely, it's going to be a real kid's name soon. It probably is, man. I bet you if we Googled a synonym I mean, yeah, with I'm that sure exact spelling, it it'd pull up somebody. I and... mean, you got people naming their kids Khaleesi, and we all learned how great of a person she was. Yeah, she was so nice. But Big I'd mistake, much man. rather have Khaleesi. I don't know, man. I could never realistically look at my kid and be like, Khaleesi. No. That'd be, that'd be rough. Especially if they're being a little shit. It's like, you If, you if your name Khaleesi, I'm sorry. Yeah. Your sorry, parents guys. did you wrong. Change your name, like, as soon as humanly possible. Go by your middle name. Yeah. I, I have a feeling that's probably what my daughter might do in the future. Maybe. I mean, Arya is at least, like, a good name. It's a great name. I thought yeah, it was it, awesome. And and she's one of the heroes of the story. She actually makes it out alive. She killed the Night King. Like, I'm, I'm good with that. Khaleesi is not a good... First of all, it's a title. Second of all, yeah, it's yeah. a dumb fucking name, even if it's not a title. Third of all, you can't shorten it any. You're going to call her Kal? Now she's a king of the Dothraki. What's up, K? Yeah, I, like... What's up, C? Fuck out of here with that Khaleesi shit. Don't name your kid Khaleesi. Just imagine, substitute teachers in the and future. And she's a terrible years fucking down person. Yeah, she's also evil. Yeah. Very, very She burned very an evil. entire city of innocent people. Yeah, and they really dragged that out. And 20,000 Golden Company men. But the elephants, the elephants. Yeah, the elephants were, you know, they were going to they gonna level the playing field. Didn't happen. I tell you what, though. You know what would have really turned the tide of the Battle of King's Landing? You know, what if Varys was doing some actual spy work. Yes. it w- <laughs> Or if Varys was this person, Virginia Hall. Oh, um, she's actually the spy event I spoke of 
earlier. Um, oh snap! That was that was Virginia Hall. Yeah, you kind of you kind of gave that away a little bit because you called her her earlier. I couldn't help myself. And you I, tried to go with the nondescript, uh, you know, gender fluid pronouns, I, but you, I, you kept fucking that up. I freaked up, cool. B. It's okay. So well, undercover. Just, I I get excited when I talk about Virginia Hall, as odd as that sounds. Um, because I just she's like goddamn I get excited Rambo. Talking about Madari. Yeah, I mean, I just dancer, man. imagine meeting that person. Like, imagine, what would you? I don't even know what you would say. I'd say, how the fuck did you make it in 2019? Yeah, you're really old. Yeah. Um, you still making bombs in your spare time, but to be an individual who is pretty much self-taught, you know, she made bombs and constructed bullets and you know, medical work and all kinds of stuff. I just like a real life Doctor Poison there. She's real life Doctor Who. She's out here with her laser. Um, but I also thought it was you know weird. Virginia Hall is such an odd name to go around in the French underground. I don't know. I need to dive in in depth about her and really find out about her before I start speaking any more of her. But that was my. I mean, wasn't that, that was kind of the point of this though? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a. I'm sure there's a whole lot more. Brother, I read all of Wikipedia. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, okay, all right, all right, cool, cool. Yeah, that's good enough. That's that's usually what I do. What more I, do you I want branched, from me, Calvin? I branched out this time. I went to all the thing, all that's interesting. dot com and cracked. dot com. Come on now. Yeah, that's seriously. deep fucking research right there. That is. That's. I'm sorry. I concede. I concede. <laughs> you win. Let's talk gadgets, dude. Gadgets. Love gadgets. I had I a hard time coming gadgets. up with these. Like I had a hard time just like thinking of them. I couldn't think of any from Austin Powers, other than the toothpaste and the floss. But that wasn't actually a gadget. Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot in Austin. Honestly, the Mini Cooper from Goldmember I, I, was probably the pump, best. I guess counted. gadget. His book was awesome. Or that I don't know that robot that announced his peas every time he stopped. <laughs> that was a pretty cool gadget. <laughs> Yeah, that was good. The yeah, the uh, the British intelligence agency had a lot of stuff going for them, but Austin Powers himself, I, he he wasn't a big gadget guy, and neither was Michael Caine. Um, I gravitated more towards Kingsman again. Same, dude. Uh, the bulletproof umbrella, umbrella, super dope. It's a little much for me. I like that. That was a little bit much for me. And I liked the uh, the Skype glasses. Those were cool. I will say I loved everything else about the umbrella um, that it did. I just did not like the bulletproof part. I don't even remember what else it did. I guess it was a gun also. Yeah, it like shot out some stuff and you could, you know, I don't know. Could you marry Poppins in it? Also, Mary Probably. Poppins, way underrated spy. She's Seriously, got some I watched, shit going on. I watched the new one and uh, let me just tell you, I know a spy when I see one. I like that new one. Um, I never watched. Really I've good. still never seen the original. I really like that new one. Uh, my kids wanted to watch it. A lot of good songs. Um, John Krasinski's wife. I can't even think of her name. Emily Blunt does a great yep. job. Yep. She's a perfect Mary Poppins. Yep. So that was that was interesting. We're gonna watch the original sometime, but I I don't care. I don't really care to go back to it. I like this. Yeah. One. It's a spoonful of sugar that helps the medicine go down, my man. But I suppose she doesn't have any cool gadgets besides that umbrella. I'll say that. And I agree with you. I don't know, man. For Kingsman. She had that tub that like turned into literally under the water. So that shit happened. It's probably because of the umbrella. It's a magic or the drugs. 
Yeah. Or the, the sugar that was cocaine. Either the one. DMT that she's yeah. just feeding, feeding those poor kids. But yeah, the Kingsman. What else Sorry. did they have that was really cool? I mean, they're like they the, had like in a suitcase one, that had a gun in it. Yeah, the whip, like that electric whip, the little lighter bombs. Mm. Those were neat. The glasses, the glasses. I gotta were rewatch pretty, the pretty first sweet. Kingsman. It was really good. Super good, dude. I and, probably should have uh, done that before we we did this podcast. I tell you what, man, I I don't have time for that shit. I'll watch it at three o'clock in the morning when I can't sleep. But <laughs> Alex no, Ryder, we watched Alex Ryder. Yep, Alex Ryder. He has the best gadgets. The yo-yo, Let me say right? that again. The fucking yo-yo, dude. It was so practical and shiny, and yeah. And the Nintendo DS, man. You can't beat a Nintendo DS. That's what really got me. Was the, or if it was Zick the 3DS, Cream. then it would have been better, but, you know, whatever. Too advanced for Alex I Ryder. So. Um, I also got some from 007. Any car that 007 has is always cool because it has its own gadgets and weaponry built into it, which is always great. Yeah, that's very helpful. And I then, always say his watch. Like yeah, his, in, his watch, man. In Nightfire, he had, like, a laser watch that you could, like, melt fucking steel doors open and shit with and then he had a camera that looked like a zippo lighter that was always good yeah take some pictures gotta have the pictures as a spy I mean, as a spy you have to be able to take pictures and what better way to disguise it than a than a lighter yeah i got you double let me just light this one cigarette 38 times <laughs> and then we can't forget the golden gun yeah golden gun i mean it's there it's one shot dead the Boom, person who gets him. it is going to be the winner of the round, no matter what. Unless you gang up on him, but you never do that. Never happens. No. Nah, that's no fun. Yeah, you can't, no. It was too hard to coordinate because you're all in the same room. Back back in those days, everybody was in the same room. You couldn't coordinate your attacks on one person. They hear, they hear what you're saying. Yeah, that's true. But they can't react fast enough. Maybe. Suckers. I don't know. So we got for the most lethal uh, gadget or weaponry. Most lethal. I, I personally chose most lethal spy. Oh, most and, lethal spy. Yeah, that's what I chose uh, as a I combination. No, 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 you're fine. What I did, I just kind of combined the most lethal weapon and the most lethal like tactics and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and naturally came to the conclusion of Harry from Kingsman. That dude killed a whole fucking church with a gun, and that was, you know, not even a whole lot of ammo. Yeah, that was a badass scene. That scene, I remember watching that for the first time, and I was just like, what? What just happened? And rewinding it and watching it again, it's just... Yeah, I think I think I did a double take on that one. Like I watched it and I was like, "Wait, hold on, hold on, <laughs> my mind's blown. I gotta go back." And well, they, they just... tried to recreate it in the second one. Did uh, not work. I guess on the mountain and Pedro Pascal was there too, and like there were they put too much into that one, like because yeah. there was it was Eggsy and Harry inside fighting, and Pedro Pascal was outside. Channing Tatum might have even been there too. So I got two people so. outside, two people inside, and they're trying to flash back and forth. And it's like there, there's too much going on here. Yeah, like just the the tracking shot of him working his way through that church was so badass, and they should have they should have either done exactly the same thing, either with him or with Eggsy, and just one person moving through a relatively small space, or they sh- should have just not tried to recreate it at all. No, they and, and what was cool about the that scene in the first one is it, 
as it it gets faster paced, as you know your heartbeat kind of starts getting mm-hmm. going, you're like, holy shit, this is extreme violence, but it's kind of graceful in a way, which is oh, kind of yeah. weird. It's saying it like that, but at the same time, well, that's exactly what it is, and that's why it's interesting. Fuck yeah, and I mean, I remember getting kind of frenetic looking at it, like, whoa, what is going on? It just shocked the shit out of me, but in a good way. As weird as that sounds, I don't I don't enjoy like murder or anything like that, guys. It's more that was just kind of cool. I'm a dude, and the action shit was dope. Yes, it, it was. You you said it. The the freneticism of it, and the way he moves throughout, and the over the top violence throughout it, like just adds a little bit of oomph to it. Hmm. So it just turned out as a really cool scene, and like we said, they tried in the second one, and just it, it didn't come out as good. No. Uh, so I, I on on your outline for this, I read this as because uh, we were already talking about gadgets, so I thought it was like most lethal gadget. And but I, I you know I can throw the person in with this. I actually didn't go with a spy. I went with a villain. Ooh. It's Odd Job with his hat. You son of a gun. Odd I mean, job. think of how many people died just in video games from Odd Job and his hat. Not to mention the confirmed kills he racked up in the movie. That's bougie. He's so short, like nobody can fucking kill him. He just bam, chop the knees off every time with that hat. Yeah, I want to see this magical hat. Who created this hat? I would like to know. I don't know. Did Jaws invent it? Something like that, or E.T. Maybe E.T. That'd be weird. I didn't know E.T. existed in in the uh, Bondiverse, but who knows? Anything can happen. I'm sure he does. I'm sure they mention him at some point. Yeah, you know, that's actually a really good one. He's lethal. With a hat. Yeah. How does Who that throws work? a shoe? Honestly. Honestly. Who throws a shoe? That really hurt. That re- Ouch. That really hurt. Yeah. You know, it's another You know, it's another good lethal uh, villain gadget. We should have done a, a little section for villains, but I mean, I guess we can, we can cover that here. Sharks um, with laser beams on their well, heads? Well, sharks with laser beams on their freaking heads, definitely. But the fembot. Dude, the fembots. Until the until the raw sexual power of Austin Powers came across the fembots, <laughs> like they were batting a thousand, man. It's that hairy chest, my dude. They saw Not to that mention, they somehow around. planted one as his future wife. Like, how'd they even pull that shit off? High quality latex. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so let's do favorite villains and favorite spies. I mean, favorite villains, Doctor Evil's tops, right? Dude, hands down. Or Scott, Scott Evil is actually... Scott Evil, yeah, yeah. He was good, too. He takes over the mantle. You know, th- that whole umbrella. Number two, Scott Evil and Mustafa? Dr. Evil. I mean, Mustafa's in there. Yeah. Uh, whatever the lady's name is that yells uh, everything. Frau Fardissina. Frau, yep. How do all, I fucking All great characters. That? Yeah. Yeah. You gotta give it to them. The Fembots, you know. They're yeah, all the Fembots were pretty raunchy. Britney Spears, um... She turned Who out knew? to be a fembot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she just she was spying us on us American boys growing up in the '90s and you know, early 2000s, I guess. She, she could have spied on me any day. I'll say that. Yep. It, back then. Not she now. Could spy she's on me, baby. A little, one little more too time. crazy. Yeah, she's <laughs> a little fucking nuts. And then, um, I mean, Samuel L. Jackson from First Kingsman. We keep coming back to Kingsman, but it's so fucking good. And Samuel L. Jackson's character in it, and how he's just like. He like starts monologuing and then cuts himself off. Like they, they do a really good job in Kingsman of subverting the spy tropes, uh, but still playing into them. They still give you the yeah. spy thriller you want to watch, 
But at the same time, like Samuel Jackson will start monologuing and somebody like, and then he'll just stop and be like, you think I'm going to tell you my whole fucking plan? And then shoot him. Yeah. You know, fuck you. And then he gets sick by the side of the blood. Yeah. I love that part about him. Like, oh, I don't man, like his lisp, off. but other than that, I'm, turn I'm it off. Shit, oh, man. We forgot about like Mini-Me, was... man. Mini-Me is just, he's a mini-me. He's a, he's a DLC for the best villain. I guess. Yeah, uh, how could no, I forget Mini-Me? He kicked Austin Powers in the nuts. That bastard. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's really the only movie he's got, though. I don't, yeah, true. I mean, Austin Powers made him pay for that in the third one, which is my favorite scene in that entire fucking movie. When he gets him in the bag and just starts slamming him through shit. Oh my god. Was that like, uh, I haven't seen that in so long, man. Was that when he was trying to become mini Austin Powers and like, uh. Yeah, he comes to the good side. Yeah, Fred Savage is out there talking to somebody else with his big fucking mole on his face and like you can see in the back, like Austin Powers and mini me just going at it. Yep. Yep, that's oh, he's exactly. talking to. I think he's talking to Beyonce. Yeah. Uh, I'll do that. Foxy gets Cleopatra. Foxy Cleopatra. All right. I, so number one spy. Are we in agreement here? No. Oh. I got one for you. Okay. Oh my God! It's Jason Bourne. Oh shit! I didn't even bring up Jason Bourne. I didn't even Dude, think of him in this so, whole thing. I've, he's been in my back pocket this whole time, man. Damn. He is my all time favorite spy because that guy literally has nothing but like a gun and that's it and well, he had to, he literally had to become a spy multiple times like yeah, he got I trained mean, and became a spy lost his whole memory and then just fucking did it again because that's what he's good at yeah he's just natural for him at this time and i mean he's responsible for i haven't three... seen that latest one yet no but Jason he's Bourne. responsible for the, the three most badass fight scenes in like all of spy movies in each you know the born whatever um but yeah jason Bourne, hands down he knows like 10 languages um can fight anybody super good shot and he gets honeys all yeah. day i i can't argue with you there like i said i didn't even think of him i mean my pick was eggsy from kingsman uh i mean he's he's got the gadgets he's got the swagger are you Plus taking a butt stuff are you taking a piss but i mean who what spy isn't into butt stuff I think 007 wasn't like, you know, let's keep it PG-13 here. It's not quite as overt in the uh, Bond films. Yeah, that was very blunt in the Kingsman movie. Austin Powers I... is definitely into butt stuff, though. Oh, sh- you already know. He invented butt stuff before he got frozen. That's Peed for 19 years straight. <laughs> but yeah, Jason yeah. Bourne. And, Jason Bourne. you know, I'll say this. Jason Bourne is a – he will live on as a meme forever. Because, oh, my God, it's Jason Bourne. Yeah, they had um, at one point when the the last one was coming out, where Matt Damon came back, they talked about like on the Ringer, they talked about who who's going to be the person in this movie that gets to say, "Oh my God, it's Jason Bourne," and then they they went off on this tangent of like, how how is how is everybody still surprised that Jason Bourne is behind this stuff? Like Jason Bourne exists in your world. Everything that happens, you should just think it's him. Pretty much. Like, any spy shit that's going on that you don't have control over Blackbriar or whatever the fuck your name is, it's Jason Bourne. Yeah, just go into your You don't have to go, oh my god, day. it's Jason Bourne, you're like, oh shit, Jason Bourne's fucking with us again, guys, we gotta get on this. Preach it like your Hail Marys. Is that a, I don't think that's a phrase. Dude, this is the Midwest, we got all kinds of weird shit going that's on true. around here. But have you ever been to Florida? I have. You want weird shit. This is the place to be. 
I have. I never saw very much weird shit, but the layout of Florida is very odd to me. I don't. It's flat. Yeah. It's actually Dude. it's actually like reverse flat. It it just it goes under. It goes it's just really down. spread out. Whereas, yeah. I mean, Illinois, where I'm from, is flat. I can drive 45 minutes in every direction, and I don't see one fucking hill, one nothing. It's just corn and some more corn. Maybe some peas or some soybeans. That's interesting. No, it's not. It's not Tell at me. All. Tell me, does Florida have a distinct smell where you live? Is there like a town nearby where no one wants to go there because it smells like shit? No, we have a bread factory not too far. Like Dude, that is away. so awesome. A bread factory uh, would be super cool. No, I, I, everything's so close to the beach that you get you get the the beach smell a lot. But there's nothing. There's nothing that's just like, all right, this is a shitty place to be. There's a there's a town near me called Farmersville, and it literally smells like shit for the entire 15 well, minutes yeah, you drive farms. through. It smells you gotta horrible. Man. And then another city near me is a really big lima lima bean. I want to say lima mm-hmm. bean like exporter. So the entire town smells like farts. So. <laughs> everywhere you you come back from the town we had and that you distinct, smell like shit it's, it's terrible yeah we had that distinct farm smell in um in wisconsin because i lived in milwaukee my parents lived outside of green bay so that's like a two and a half hour drive to get to them and it's all through farms basically so that whole two and a half hour drive was just well it smells Stank. like shit it smells like shit it smells like shit oh hey we're getting close to, to a little town the shit smell subsides for five minutes. Oh, hey, more farms. Yay. Yeah. Poop. So if you're a spy and you think you smell shit and you're in the Midwest, it's probably just a farm. Probably. But you you never know. You never know. I mean, you better could investigate. Be, yeah, there could be nuclear launch codes in there That's by true. Mustafa who has 38 tons of gold that Fort Knox needs back. Yeah. Oddly specific. Oddly outrageous. The, the NSA is listening right now, and they're they're coming after your uh, silo at your house, Nick. Your corn silo that you've got there. It's the NSA. They're all spies. Well, yes. I, that's why they're extra interested in this conversation we're having right now. They can't do that, though, they're man. Like, oh, it's shit, the spy code. This. It's the that's spy true. code. Yeah. So, fucking Larry, I told you they'd figure it out. The $7 in Denver. They knew it. They knew. How did they, they figure it out? They knew it was me. It was, he still remembers it. It was such a good code word. How did they figure that out? I we even bought us. We a asked for seven dollars. Maybe ask for a different amount every once in a while, Jim. But no, seven dollars. That's the number. It's seven. It's John mathematically Elway, proven. We we know, man. It's all about you can't do better than seven minute abs. <sighs> seven minute abs. Tried and true. That's why. That's why all all the bums in Colorado have <laughs> have well, killer abs. Out six minute abs. Yeah. Well, or two minute abs. Can't. Seven's the number. Seven is the number. We've learned this. Yep. Seven is the magic number. If if you'd like to throw a different magic number at us, let us know on Twitter at APA something at alone underscore podcast. I think that's all we've really got for Spycraft. I think that is all we have for Spycraft. Except if you go to Denver and somebody asks you for $7. You punch them in the face immediately. They're definitely a spy. Yeah. They're commies. And now you know. commies. Now you know. Now you know. I'm glad glad we could inform you uh, on this podcast today.
Yeah, call your local Crime Stoppers. Let them know you caught a spy. But the weather in Peru is far warmer. Just tell them that. I think that gets you. I think that's the code to give back. Uh, isn't that from Far that's From Home? No, that's the office. Oh man, that's so Dwight's those. code for trying to get in the gate. You're too good. Too yeah. good at this. All right. Thank you for listening. Uh, check out our website, podcastaboutsomething.com. Uh, there's there's stuff there. Check out our merch store, tpublic slash APA something. Uh, tpublic.com slash APA something. Check out our Patreon for more spy talk on Alex Ryder. One dollar a month. Yeah, one dollar a month. Three dollars a month. A t-shirt. $700 a month. Like, fuck it, we'll give you the show. I will personally do a titty dance for you. Personally. There we go. That, that's not actually listed. That's not listed in the official tiers, but like $700 a month. You know, I think that's a given. I, I don't have titties, so I will figure something out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. All right. Thank you for listening. Much appreciated, guys. The music for podcast about something is provided by those cats. Check them out. They're great. Stay safe. Stay close. Stay close.